If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief. And you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Podcast Unlocked. We're back. We're back from Thanksgiving yeah. slash whatever else we were doing it's, while not podcasting. It's December. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Speaking German now. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, this is Podcast Unlocked, the world's last I checked, number one, maybe number two. I don't know. It's a it's a podcast about I you say the world's last podcast. The, the world's <laughs> last. last one standing. <laughs> if you're listening to this, help us. <laughs> Society has <laughs> crumbled. us. It's like that early mission in uh, Fallout 3. I was just about to say, is this a Fallout 4, like ARG? <laughs> this is the PT to Fallout 4? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't Ryan, want follow for. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. <laughs> this is Podcast Unlocked, IGN's Xbox podcast. To my right, Destin Legary. Hey, everybody. Uh, you're Canadian, so you don't care about Thanksgiving. Sorry. You don't care about <laughs> Pilgrims didn't found your country. But you still took the time off, didn't yeah. you? Uh, Marty Sleeve. Hey, guys. Hi. How's it going? Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it hey, going, guy? buddy? Hey, man. Not your buddy, friend. Whoa. You're not Canadian. No. He's not no. Canadian. I'm no, not Canadian he's not. at all. Don't speak uh, our native tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean the Shark Finnegan. Hello. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. It's good to, good it's to have you the back. Sharkster. It's the Sharkster. It's because Mitch is the Sharkster. <laughs> the Sharkster. The Shark's Tale. He's, He's like, like why, hello, thank you Shark for having tail. me back. A little <laughs> no, remember the movie Shark Tale? That <laughs> yes. awful, like, it was like a mob movie. It wasn't that bad. Oh, no. I sharks. totally thought you meant the animated. It was, That's the animated what I thought. It was, yeah. a mob, it was a mob movie, though. Oh, it was. Yeah. Where the shark is like the mob boss? Yeah. And yep. they were like, and it was all like mob, like classic mob. It was like, on Thanksgiving. Mob. That's why I know all this. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it totally was. Uh, oh, man. I didn't see it. All things run through Shark's Tale. Yeah. It's the nexus uh, of the universe. So this is episode 172 for December 3rd, 2014. Shark's Tale episode. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> so, yeah, we, uh, we were busy... Recently, and then uh, last week, you guys ducked out early, you know, slacked off on your work instead of doing a podcast. Oh, yeah. No, you I, was I was totally here. I was gone. Uh, so, it was a half day Wednesday. You weren't here. No, yeah. I was on vacation. <laughs> you don't get given a half <laughs> day. I, 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 a hard time. I announced it ahead of time. <laughs> That's true. I set everyone's expectations accordingly, but Low. it's good to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> our, plans were, our plans were to do it. Also, we were going to do a crossover episode with IGN Arena. 
because they wanted to do a podcast that day, and Mitch is on both. And I was like, crossover, and then I realized I don't want to talk about MOBAs. Nope. Whatsoever. That's so, the last yeah. possible. That did not happen. We what would, if Halo was a MOBA? <laughs> Everything we've built on this show would be undone <laughs> in one show. Like, unsubscribe, yep. unsubscribe, yep. unsubscribe. James asked me to be on, and, then, and I was on that show. And like 10% of the time is when I contributed because they talked about Counter-Strike. Oh, there, there you go. go. Ten minutes. It was awesome. It's an my awesome favorite ten MOBA. Minutes. How Counter Strike's a MOBA. Blah blah yeah. blah lanes. <laughs> blah 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 heroes. Blah 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 lo- all... League of Legends. Lanes. <laughs> blah blah blah. I love how we don't understand the like most popular, like two of the most popular <laughs> games so in the world. Maybe yeah. let's not belittle it before yeah, no. we learn how to play it. <laughs> all, all jokes in the name of love. Uh, so Black Friday happened. Obviously, a big shopping day. You know, Microsoft. This has been a big big day for them we'll talk more about the sort of specifics coming up but uh, how did you guys do did you guys buy anything over the black friday cyber monday weekend oh yeah i did what i got yeah? some fiber hair product oh and i'm just gosh. using as much as i can every what day. is happening wait so was this on my recommendation because i go around recommend recommending fiber to everyone who does stuff with their hair no i use i use fiber okay. and it was half off so it turns Dude, out we were crazy. wrong about how MOBAs could be the worst thing we talked about. <laughs> Hair product for guys. Yeah. Courtesy of Podcast Unlocked. This will be our video breakup. We're just looking uh, for a new sponsor. I like Fiber. Fiber's uh, good. Got my haircut today. The guy put a look Yeah, you look chain. handsome. You look yeah, handsome. Yeah, you guys styling. I've Thanks. noticed you've, uh, you have eschewed t-shirts lately, and you've been rocking the button downs. Jason told me to iron three shirts and bring them on Monday because we were shooting like a week worth of episodes back right. to back, and then he's like, ah, screw it. <laughs> so I just had iron shirts, so I've been wearing them this week. Oh, man, man, I don't know what I'd do if someone told me here to bring in iron shirts. I don't know. It was if I like bringing a wardrobe change. I don't, think I bring in that. I don't I even know how to work an iron. That's yeah. how much of a, <laughs> yeah. of a just idiot I am. Neanderthal we all are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anyway, that Marty, was my did you buy sweet anything? deal. Any no, besides hair product? No, no hair products. Uh, beard comb? No beard combs. Uh, no. Just... I wish we had all brought bought hair products. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> weird. Yeah, that's what we have in common. No, I played a lot of games. I didn't yeah. buy any games. I have a my my backlog is uh, quite quite large, so yeah. I'll be fine on those for the rest of the year. Yeah, I'm stuck John. on the backlog too. Uh, I didn't buy anything. Uh, I do my best to avoid buying anything on Black Friday or even going outside. Uh, oh, I didn't go. Yeah, I don't do yeah, that either. I hate the shopping day, and I hate the mm-hmm. idea that like. Allow me to get political for a second. That consumerism <laughs> has kind of whipped us into a frenzy where now there's literally a website called Black Friday Death Counter where you can go and see how many people have died on oh that Oh, my day. God. It's, and it's, yeah, it's terrible. And running Man is slowly coming to life. You see the videos of these people who are so keen, like keen yeah. enough to trample people in a stampede. To and get it's to always at Walmart. $100 TV. Is yeah, the it's counter just how Walmart. many people died that day? Because people die every day. No, 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 died no, no. in Black Friday. In Black Friday related Okay. Just yeah. making so, sure. Right fail yeah. horn. <laughs> making sure. So That's short it. answer, no, I did yeah. not go shop or buy anything. I mean, I guess I bought some Blu-rays on Amazon, right, but it wasn't count for Black Friday. Yeah. What'd you buy? Which Blu-rays? Bought, the Raid? Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, the nice. Wes Anderson flick, Her, which nice. is mm. like my favorite movie of mm-hmm. 2013. Uh, Gravity, Midnight in Paris, and... Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, which I think I've said it. You mean times. kill, die, repeat? Live, die, repeat. Close. Oh. <laughs> Spoiler: People die in that movie. No, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, which is that, is that Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise sci-fi yeah. action flick that everyone kind of just like watch the trailer and they're like, "What is this?" I'm going to watch that. Is that the one that. where he keeps dying? Yeah, yeah, it's like a video game. Yeah, it's I actually. Did see it. Yeah. It's one of the. I would say, that's my favorite movie of this year. 
what is nice. happening. I liked it better when it was called Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. It's like a really dark Groundhog Day. If you haven't seen that movie and you like video games, regardless of your thoughts on Tom Cruise, it is awesome. So, Mario, you and I, not together, sadly, because were you here? Did you go back? No, I was here. Midwest. I was here. Yeah. We both saw Birdman. Yeah, oh, Birdman. That, was that's an interesting movie. I, yeah, that is a really. Cool I only movie. had the elevator pitch going in, like, oh, Michael Keaton playing like a former well-known superhero actor. You know, very in that meta way. Like, okay, well, I love Michael Keaton, and that just sounds yeah. cool. And then it turns out to be this complete weird, the yeah. weirdest movie I've seen in a long time, but in a good way. Yeah, the performances in that movie are awesome. Everyone yes. is great in that. Yeah, movie. and the camera work is phenomenal. That, yeah, like, soundtrack. Did, yeah, drama. soundtrack yeah. is insane. Yeah. It's. It's not a. It's not your typical movie. It's very cool. No. And then I saw. Have you guys seen Interstellar yet? Because I did that over the break. I liked it. Yeah. Four times now. Four Jeez. times. <laughs> I could see it maybe one more time. Little known fact four. about me: if uh, if I love a movie and I think it's great, I will see it multiple times in theaters, like just with different sets of friends and yeah. stuff, because I love to, movies. I, them to go. I liked Interstellar a lot. Me too. Um, I, I thought I, I had a really good time with it. It was, you know, because. This is his first film since Dark Knight Rises, right? Yeah. yeah. Which I very publicly don't like. Yeah. After I after you're the only one there. After <laughs> Dark, you know, Dark Knight, you know, Batman 2 Dark Knight is my seriously like top 5 all-time favorite film ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dark Knight Rises hit me so so hard in the, the opposite direction. <laughs> Let's do that. But yeah, I I it was very much it was had that sort of inception vibe to it. Uh, yeah. As far as the sort of the you know twists and turns of the story, but I liked it. It was a little cheesy, a little cheesy, sure. but got a little melodramatic. Yeah. But I don't know. Hay was amazing. I liked. I I mean, I people use the term melodrama in like a negative way. Like it's, I think drama is great, and it's a pretty straight drama. Like it's yeah. not, it's not like uh, Nolan's other flicks where he's come to be known as kind of a. Someone who who integrates really cool premises, but in a sort of nicely polished action movie that's mm-hmm. pretty straightforward. Yeah. Like Inception is this great idea about dreams and stuff, but really like it's kind of a heist movie. Yeah, with right. action specs. Uh, Interstellar is very much not that, and that's what I loved. It's like it's it's Nolan taking a step in a different direction. Yeah. What that's other movies have you seen multiple times, you guys? I saw this year or just, this year just in, or general. in general? Like, oh. I saw Batman Begins seven times. One of my seven holy times. crap. I my seven really, times. I loved Batman Begins. I was I love it too. so grateful for like somebody doing Batman what yeah. I thought was correctly. I saw that a couple times yeah. in theaters. I dated a girl who saw Titanic 17 times oh. in theaters. She was in the newspaper. Wait, no it. wonder it was one of the highest. It yeah, was, she was in the, the newspaper. Well, film ever. She was in the newspaper when she got arrested for like trying to cut <laughs> her Leo DiCaprio. Her and three of her friends saw it She's 17 times. She's in a padded cell now. Yeah, saw X Men like three times. I would say Days of Future Past, the, the first one. Oh, the the first one was really good. Too. I saw the, that a couple times. I think I probably saw each of the original three, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the yeah. Peter Jackson trilogy, probably three to four times each mm-hmm. in the theater. I did two, with the exception of the Return of the King, because it's just so long. Those Plus that last act. Cool. Oh, you mean like how the, ends, the ending like, is forty five minutes long? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Like, it's it should have ended with the bed scene, and then there's a whole nother bar scene, and <laughs> yeah. then they get married, and then there's the boat scene. Hey, at least like, it's not like AI, so many where you just want to point, you want to put a gun in your own mouth. I keep seeing the second Captain America movie on accident. I saw it twice in theaters, and then I keep seeing <laughs> it on planes. It? Going in. No, I, I still like the movie. I think it's great, but mm. I keep, like, I'll go into someone's house, and they're like, oh, we just put on Captain America 2, and I'm like, well, have you I, seen can't, the Winter Soldier? I can't tell you to, like, not watch it. This <laughs> yeah. is your home, so yeah. I guess I'll watch it again. Uh, the last movie I saw in theaters, I think I saw 500 Days of Summer four times. Ooh, oh, that was really good. Yeah, because I'm a moop. You're like that. No, dude, that yeah. movie is awesome. I, I came awesome. out of that movie 
discouraged about trying to be a filmmaker because it was so good. I was like, I don't think I have what it takes. I think I saw Dark Knight three or four times in the theater. <laughs> Dark too. Knight's the only movie that I saw at midnight on Friday yeah. and then again at 8 p.m. on Friday because it was that good. Yeah, I did I that with uh, the awesome. Resident Evil 1 starring Mila Jovovich. Oh, Why would you see that twice in one day? <laughs> Some idiot. I did that with, the only time I've ever done that was uh, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Oh, you know, back yeah, in nine. of course. Saw it, yeah, like oh, twice yeah. in one day. Yeah, I saw that with my mom. Real talk. Uh, I was 12. Multiple, <laughs> until multiple years later, I didn't cool realize mom. that that was a circumcision joke. Yeah. Did not. That was over my head. Well, it was over the MPAA's head, too. <laughs> yeah. Bigger, longer, round That's cut. It's it's uh, penis Foreskin, penises. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that got weird. Side note, <laughs> all while we're on the movies topic, where do you okay. guys weigh in about <laughs> I didn't want to know your other alone. side note. I see movies alone all the time. Okay, I know you do. You and me. Literally, are the last movie I saw was Alone, or oh, earlier okay. this week. Yeah. Uh, do you ever go see movies alone? Dustin? Yes, and one of the best movies I ever saw alone was Paranormal Activity because you don't have that group support. <laughs> yeah. It made Jeez. it even scarier, <laughs> and it was great just to, like see the audience react. Yeah, you know. Well, especially uh, I a movie really like enjoyed that. seeing that one alone. A lot of people nowadays yeah. are like, "Oh, horror movies are not scary anymore." It's because you're watching them on your phone. Yeah, or right. On your couch with ten of your friends. And you're not paying attention to any texting. Yeah, and, go see yeah. it in a theater full of people who want to yeah. be there. Yeah, like it's terrifying. It's yeah. really cool. What about you, Ryan? Seeing movies alone? Do you ever? Do uh, it? yeah. I, I uh, in my sad teenage years where I didn't get to date a lot because mm. girls didn't look at me. I did that a lot. It's got so dark. But now we have a family. Exactly. It's all. It all had a happy ending. It's well, all good. The girl I was standing at the time when that movie came out, she didn't like scary movies, but I just wanted to see it, so I yeah. just went alone. Sure. Know? I don't have a problem going to movies alone. I don't. You're not supposed yeah. to talk to people anyway. Yeah. I never understand that. Yeah. Like I enjoy talking to my friends and stuff after seeing the movie, but like if I someone tries to talk to me during a movie, I want to slap them. So. Yeah. Is a movie a good first date? Well, we're talking about going alone. Dinner if you don't want to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. Dinner and a movie is my favorite date. That's I, what I do. But you don't talk for two Ladies, hours. Sean Finnegan is available. dinner is for. By <laughs> far, the worst date I ever went on, right when I moved to San Francisco, this was like six or seven years ago, uh, it was a girl I worked with, didn't know her that well, uh, went out and got dinner, and then we went and saw a movie of my choosing. We saw Frost Nixon. Wow. <laughs> so we saw, have so that was like a huge mistake on my part. <laughs> yeah, you so, have to pick light movies. Huge mistake on my part. So uh, you want to go back to my place? And then afterwards, we got a drink, <laughs> and we were talking about it. And I was like, so what did you think? And I was like, I, oh, think, no. I thought the movie was pretty good. I thought the performances, I thought Michael Sheen was really good. Like, what did you think? She's like, yeah, I don't know. Like... I just don't really like movies. Oh, was, I don't really oh like God. movies. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you cannot like specific movies yeah. or certain movies or a lot of movies, but you can't just not like movies. So this is something I've noticed, Marty, is that like to us that sounds crazy, right? We all work in entertainment. One but that is no, that is crazy. No, but there are people out there who just think of music or think of movies or video games as just distraction stuff. Like it's yeah. not, but. But something that I hate the, it when people say I like all music. But it's not like a joke. There has to be some preference. I yeah. thought that film, like movies, are literally like America's number one export. They are, yeah, because of Hollywood, right? Which is insane. More than it was just like food or yeah, yeah. minerals or like you the know. girl was my age, worked at a coffee shop, <laughs> like was a reader, and I'm like, you like stories, yeah, like movies are like books, but you watch but them better, yeah, yeah. books but, but better, awesome they're audio books with motion <laughs> picture. <laughs> picture attached. Yeah, it's not something I can wrap my head around either. But there are people out there who you know they just don't like movies. So don't date that girl. Everyone. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, how about gaming wise? Did you guys do any gaming over no. the Thanksgiving break? I <laughs> forgot this kidding. was a gaming podcast. Definitely, yeah. definitely played a lot of games. Uh, I love Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. I've been playing yep. so much of that. Uh, it's so refreshing to have something that isn't like about 
a like a vision of a bleak future of humanity where everything is very downtrodden and gray mm-hmm. and like very kind of mopey. Like I like that a lot. It originally was. Really? Yeah, the original version of the game was they said closer to like The Last of Us or Daisy. Man, it was see, like a very bleak game. Uh, so glad they went in the yep, opposite direction. So am I. And they said both of them, uh, like the the creative leads, became fathers throughout development. And were like, all right, well, like we don't like we have happiness in our lives now. Maybe we should inject some of this happiness into the game. And it comes across so well, yeah. like not just in terms of the aesthetic, but. Just uh, like there's so many different parts of the game where I find myself just chuckling to myself because the dialogue <laughs> is really funny. It's super funny. Like without yeah. any spoilers, all of the stuff with the LARPers yeah. is oh, so funny. Yeah. Like, and it's all the stuff. The leeches. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the leeches is so good. <laughs> but it's all stuff that's teetering on a knife of if Absurdity. you told me, of, of just like this could have been so dumb. Yeah. Like if you were like, oh, then there's a whole chain of things about LARPers. I'm like, oh, you're going to be so pandering and just like making fun of gamers. And I'm like, this is gonna be dumb and they pull it off just impeccably which so, I love so yeah I had I had started maybe seriously like the tutorial of Sunset back when it first came out and then I got busy with the Master Chief Collection review and a couple other things I finally played the heck out of Sunset and finished it at least the story mm. I've still got so much more I can go back and do but yeah, I want to piggyback off of what you said, Sean, because first of all, Marty, I so agree. Not only do I agree with your 9.0 mm-hmm. review on that game, I, I might even go a little higher. I, mean, I might it, even go higher. It's, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's, but as, as I played it, I loved it. But by the time I got to the end, th- this is what I love about Sunset Overdrive. Uh, number one, it's uh, it, it just makes traversing an open world oh, totally. fun, mm-hmm. which a lot of open world games don't do you either just like you're just dying to fast travel which this game has but i never used it uh you know and you the it makes you feel more powerful as you go that Mm -hmm. you really they really nail that sense of uh player it's not just like numbers behind the scenes of of getting powerful it's like like, you you have more abilities at your like you you start by like so the 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 worst thing i could say about sunset overdrive is that it's a, I would say that about the first hour or so is a tough learning curve on the controls where mm-hmm. you're just really trying to get a feel for how to navigate the world. But once you get that, it's like, okay, I'm grinding along the rails. I get, okay. And then, oh, and then you start figuring out, okay, like almost every, whether it's the, the tops of cars or dumpsters are bouncy surfaces. Mm-hmm. Even trash cans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, I think that's what a dumpster is. <laughs> no, what I mean, like the, the little trash. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like a little, yeah, yeah. Would, like on a sidewalk, yeah, not something that's out. Um, yeah, back yeah, alley. you know they, they'll bounce you. So I got to a point where, and then you know you get shown the the wall running, and you can even turn corners and while you you're wall running. Any right angle, you can run around. Yeah. yeah, and so you know at first I was grinding a lot, and then I was just bouncing everywhere, and then I started working in the wall running, and it's just so fun to get around mm-hmm. that world, and it gets to a point where your next objective will be you know, half a kilometer away per your mm-hmm. HUD, and you're like, oh, that's cool. I'll be there in about 90 seconds, and I'll have an awesome time getting yep, there. absolutely. And everything you're doing is still feeding into the same upgrade progression. Well, like, the more you're grinding and, and double jumping and not touching the ground and killing things. Right, your weapons level up as you use yep. them, which is genius. And also, I love that the collectibles feed the upgrades, mm-hmm. too. Yep. So there's all sorts of, there's like, the toilet paper hanging from sneakers, power lines, yeah, yeah. smelly sneakers and uh, all sorts of stuff. The more of those you collect, that's what enables you to upgrade your amp abilities. Yeah. So that's all genius. And then, yeah, the humors, they, they not only uh, break the fourth wall, they, oh, like, yeah. just incinerate the yeah. fourth wall. Like that wall doesn't exist anymore. I mean, yeah. there's a NeoGAF reference at the end of the game, which is just, <laughs> like, 
That's that's a tough line to walk, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like perfect. Now, I mean, that's that's going to go over ninety nine sure. out of a hundred yeah. players' heads, but yeah, but there's enough gags in that game to where like enough, a high enough percentage of them works to where yeah. like once a minute or like every two minutes, yeah. I'm like, yep, that's that's and then clever. That's the funny. other things I like. The boss fights are all mm-hmm. fantastic. They're all varied, but more so the missions, the the mission variety in Sunset Overdrive. Even though you're fundamentally usually doing the same things, you're getting to somewhere and usually shooting things, it, they mix it up. They frame everything so well that it never feels like you're doing the same thing two times in a row. And the weapons have so much cool variety to them that, oh, okay, uh, you know, I, I switched up my entire weapon set like halfway through the game mm-hmm. and yep. switched to like the new double, whatever the second double barrel shotgun yeah. you can get is. And, yeah. Oh, it's just, yeah, everything about that game is so, the design of it is just impeccable. Yeah. I don't really and it's know. Fun. The, yeah, it's it's a blast to play. I actually found the controls to be easier than everyone made them out to be. Like it's I for me it was just you had to unlearn like what you assumed an open world third person game was. Right. And sort of just once I and once I became, you know, acclimated to what the controls were, yeah. yeah. You were right there from the get go though? Yeah, like I got on and I was like, okay, I can see how it's a little bit weird to because you start out grinding a lot, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and there were times when you would want to grind across uh, a cable to the left, but you accidentally got on the mm-hmm. right one. Then figuring out how to turn back and then All get right, on the right tap ones again. Really hard, yeah. And when you're in the heat of battle, it can be a little complicated when you're trying to jump off something, mm-hmm. shoot something, right. and change weapons and not die and all this stuff at the same time. But after yeah, after like ten or twenty, maybe thirty minutes, and then once you unlock the, uh, the air, air dash, dash yeah. oh that's yeah, when that's so good. Everything opens up, and I just like I'm one of those guys who I like to go jump off really high things, yeah. really far distance, pick up lots of speed because this is how I played Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah. really sort of reminiscent of the movement in those yeah, type of absolutely. games. absolutely. I love and, it. And the fact that it feels natural. There's not only no penalty for death. Yeah. Death is actually kind of fun because yeah. of all the different respawn animations. I love the Terminator one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. there's so many all good ones. All of them are like borderline lawsuits that they just like screw around. I thought yeah. there was, wasn't there a... Uh, there's a Portal it, one. There's, there's Portal yeah. one. Wasn't there like a DeLorean Back to the Future one? I think there's a, yeah, a car that skids I, through like I out say, of a lightning I never saw it, but I thought I'd seen it like online Or yeah, near a montage. Yeah. I guess there's... It's weird because it's one of those... Like I love, uh, you know, some uh, some of my favorite games this year have been AAA games, stuff like uh, Dark Souls and, and Call yeah. of Duty. But I, I never feel a need to like bang the drum and tell people you have to go out and buy these. Cause I'm like they'll sell themselves, they're right. fine. Uh, so I do that with like indies. But this is one of those games where I'm like, if you have an Xbox One, like you need to try this out. You need to invest in this because it's a rad developer doing a new IP early in the generation of a console the game doesn't feel like anything else yeah. and it's just it's it's one of those things that needs to be played i couldn't agree with you yeah. more in fact i was just going to say that that's perfect uh, segue for for this is that you know when phil spencer was in here a month or so ago now mm-hmm. um, i guess a little more than that time flies but uh, you know i i asked him like hey why not bundle you know you're trying to sell consoles this holiday why not bundle master chief collection with this maybe the white console in, instead of sunset overdrive you know, he pretty much talked about how, you know, their Master Chief's a known quantity that they, you know, they want to, they want to, uh, you know, get Sunset out there. Mm-hmm. And now, having finished Sunset, he's completely right. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, I've, I'm so glad that there were so many of those Sunset Overdrive. It's, in fact, it's too bad that they 
were apparently limited and are apparently gone now. Oh, wow. I didn't That's, know that. Yeah, no. I, I, all anecdotal reports I've seen have suggested that the white console is gone. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully not forever. But, yes, yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm so glad that yeah. a lot of people got to play Sunset, even if they weren't intending to. They just bought the console and the game happened to be, mm-hmm. you know, as, as there as a free download. So... I really hope we get a Sunset Overdrive too. Cause, yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to see where it goes from there. I mean, it's already so ridiculous in its tone. Yeah, like how do you? It's hard to amp that up without over. Amp it, it up oh. without overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Microsoft marketer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be one of the games that I'm really looking forward to if that was announced. Yeah, it's just so fun. Yeah, what a it's game! Awesome. And and I want to point out too. I tweeted this, but it's worth noting. I mean, you know, the second Christmas for. Uh, a console, and it, particularly in this case, it's literally the one-year mark because it came out at last holiday. Man, Microsoft, as far as like the big, you know, the tentpole games for the holiday, mm-hmm. they went three for three. Forza Horizon Two is incredible. I know you guys aren't racing game yeah. guys, but Forza Horizon Two is phenomenal. Uh, Sunset we just talked about, and Halo, yeah, it's still busted, but it's getting better. They've been issuing regular uh, updates on both the client side and server side. The campaign stuff's great, and the campaign stuff's great. I was, and, I was playing over the weekend, yeah. and I was popping into right. multiplayer matches. And in, just in fun. three weeks, or no one's ever gonna, you know, or by, at least by the time the calendar flips to January first, nobody's gonna. It'll be a trivia fact. No, yeah, it'll, yep. exactly. It'll be a trivial pursuit question, and so yeah, three for three on the on the t- the tentpole stuff and. You know, Phil deserves a lot of credit for that, and and totally. obviously the development teams too. But yeah, that that doesn't happen often. No, where that's right. uh, you know a, a first party maker goes, you know, just nail like not only are all three great, but we gave all three of those games actually the same score. Coincidentally enough, nine point oh, yeah. in all three cases. So that's all. It was a great holiday to have an Xbox One. It, yeah. it is. It's not over yet. Yeah, it's a great fall season to have an Xbox One. Uh, I'm super happy with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know. The if you look at if the IGN comment section is any any indication, either Sony has no games or Xbox has no games. Yeah, sure. I can't fathom how people have think there are no games. There's so many games yeah. that I haven't touched. Yep. I haven't even yeah. started Dragon Age Inquisition yet. Right. It's sitting mm-hmm. on my desk. Yeah, because I'm still involved with Halo. I'm still right. uh, playing Sunset Overdrive, mm-hmm. and it's it's beyond me that people can mm-hmm. think that because there's so many yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. I had to. We were going to let it go. I was gonna... Even I let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I also played, I was, uh, was able to work through Sunset and have a blast. I played in consecutive nights, which was really illuminating to do because it was kind of fun to compare them. Uh, I played Tales from the Borderlands mm-hmm. Episode 1 and then Game of Thrones. Now, Marty, I think you've played both. Yep. Have you guys played either or both of those yet? No, not no. yet. Not yet. I'm not really interested in... Uh, Tales from the Borderlands for some reason. You should be. You should be. Uh, As someone who's not, both of us have talked about this, we're not crazy Borderlands fans. Don't care about Borderlands. Borderlands Uh, This game is this really amazing sort of heist caper story with really interesting characters. It's It's kind of the same format, right? Like it's a two-hour sort of one-episodic type. Yeah, yeah. So I played it. And then Mitch played it like a week or a couple days later, and he's like, you realize we're playing a Cowboy Bebop game right now? And I'm like, oh, my God, we are playing a Cowboy Bebop (laughs) game. So that's like the way I'm trying to sell it to people is like if you like the the sort of the tone, the vibe, like everything of Cowboy Bebop, you will probably dig this. I'm sold. The the humor is there. Like I've laughed out loud on repeated occasions, which – you know, Telltale's definitely taken a, a bit more of a serious turn as of late, uh, to, to great effect. I mean, I laughed here and there. There were some really good jokes in Wolf Among Us. But, uh, yeah, like, this game was... Tales is super funny. Mm-hmm. I love the the structure of episode one where you're 
sort of recounting the same story from two different perspectives. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, and again, yeah, I just, I've never been a Borderlands guy, but this episode start to finish, I think it's the best, the best premiere episode, the best episode one yeah. that Telltale has done other than Wolf, Wolf Among one. Us. Yeah. Wolf up episode one there was phenomenal too, yeah. but. It's right up there. It's, yeah, it's, it's really fantastic. And it's something a lot of people have asked me, even if you're not, especially if you're a Borderlands fan, like there's a lot of little nuggets and you'll yeah. understand like, why is Handsome Jack and Hyperion, why is this all so important? You'll understand that, but if you're not uh, if you're not a fan of the Borderlands games, like still try this out because I think this is such a great I agree. self-contained story in its own right. And the nice part is because uh, this hadn't been announced till recently, Tales from the Borderlands is on Xbox One as well as 360. Because mm-hmm. originally they'd only announced it for 360, yeah. so you can you know if you do if you did just get an Xbox One or you've already got one. You can play it on there. And, and future-proof you know, yourself in exactly. case a season two or three comes out. Exactly yeah. correct. Uh, and then, Marty, what did you – What did actually, I don't think you and I have really talked. What did you think of Game of Thrones episode one? Yeah, Obviously, so without not spoilers. Gonna, yeah, no spoilers. spoilers no spoilers. Um, I, liked, I didn't like it as much as uh, Borderlands. Uh, I like it a lot. It feels a lot like table dressing for what's going to come afterwards. Right. Um, but I was really impressed by, you know, I think we all watch the show. Yes. I imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does feel like it has these sort of – the pace and the tone and the rhythm of an episode of the show, it's willing to bounce. You play as multiple protagonists in this family that hasn't been featured in the show or the books outside of a mention, the Foresters. No oh, man, that's never happened in Game of Thrones. They're fine. <laughs> Everyone will live to the end. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, but it, it bounces back and forth, and it, it throws you locations all across Westeros, and you're interacting with characters from the show, like you see you know, Cersei and Tyrion. Um, but it's really good. You know, the writing's great. The VO is great. There are those moments where, you know, like every Game of Thrones moment has where it's like a WTF, oh, my God, how did this happen moment, <laughs> which is rad. Like, the game, and it, it nails it. Um, to me, this was the first time in a long time I started to notice that the Telltale tech is lacking a little yeah. bit. I was going to bring that up, yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask about how it plays. Yeah. Kind and of alluding it to that. Yeah, and it sort of – Borderlands is fine because the art style complete in Tales from the Borderlands absolutely mimics what Gearbox did with Borderlands 2 yeah. and the uh, 2K Australia did with the pre-sequel. Um, but with this, you were the one who mentioned you're already – you have a vision for what this world and who these people are in your head, and this is different and – Sort of, yeah, because because Telltale tried to do a realistic look with Jurassic Park, which was their that was their last actually that was that was their last game before Walking, Walking Dead, Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and it wasn't that good like Jurassic Park. And I'm because I reviewed that game at my old job, mm-hmm. and because I love Jurassic Park, and it was set during the events of the first movie on the same island on uh, Isla Nublar. And so I was super stoked to play it, and it's it didn't look right because it's just their that engine of theirs doesn't do realism super well and, and the game was it was a super it was a quick time fest and mm-hmm. um, so yeah so they obviously recognize that and with with Game of Thrones they've tried to just make it like here's what it's Game of Thrones as if it's a living oil painting yeah which is probably the right sure. move to, and it's to cool. make in theory it's really great but yeah I just I can't, you know the just the look of it and even you know it was more so to me was the sound like because Game of Thrones has this uh, I visual and audio identity to it mm-hmm. already on HBO, it's you really recognize like in the Telltale because like you said, Marty, it's very Telltale-y. Mm-hmm. Like it's a Telltale adventure game, and so it's even the 
you can, it, I don't know, it almost, like, I can tell with this game that uh, the actors are recorded in a soundproof box. Like, it doesn't, sure. it doesn't sound uh, like they're out in a field. And that it's not it necessarily like, them interacting with each other right, on a one-on-one it, basis. It's, right, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, it's kind of, and there are moments of where it's just really quiet, like, in a, in a way that's, it's not bad. I've it's just that. different from the show. I've heard that uh, Dinklage actually can do good voice acting in games, which is nice. Is <laughs> yeah, that it's, yeah, it's better yeah, than yeah, it's better yeah. than Destiny. Yeah. The weird thing is, I like the new characters almost better than like existing than the existing ones. Like as much as like Lena Headley is amazing as Cersei right. on the show, and she's great in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was sort of like, all right, well, I want to get past this scene so I can go back because like you've already sold me on the characters that already right. exist. Like yeah. I, I like them. Yeah, um, it's also it. I think it was really effective because every decision, like, I, there was no immediate, like, when I was Lee, I knew what decision I was making in The Walking Dead every time. Yeah. I was already like, I'm this altruistic guy who, yes, protect I, this girl I, I'm going to protect this girl at all costs. Like, that's what's going to happen. Whereas with this, like, every decision, I'm like, oh, God, I don't know. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't, maybe, like, oh, I'm like, well, you're both saying things that sound good, but, like, I don't know how this is going to pan that's out. Great. If this were yeah. really Game of Thrones, you would have died long. I would have died. Literally, I could do it at the end of episode one, and, like, the entire family's dead, and, like, well, there's no other episodes for yeah. you. Just go yeah. watch a TV show. <laughs> like, oh, We've already taken your money, but <laughs> you already have the season pass. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, it's not to say, and I, I, don't, I don't mean to sound like I'm criticizing it, because I'm not. It's just these are things that jump out because Game of Thrones is a living thing on HBO, whereas, you know, it... Tales from the Borderlands slips into the Borderlands universe so much more easily mm-hmm. than, right. than Game of Thrones on, uh, you know, a, as a video game slips into what the show already is in your head. Yeah. Marty, what if they actually did that? They allowed you to die as a character in this Game of <laughs> Thrones be, story. And that'd then be very just, Sierra. And then you just take place, you take the place of one of the other existing characters instead, and you make the decisions then. That could be really interesting if they're just. If you I like, feel like your story trees are going to get really complex because you're like, like really you're going great. through the entire population of Westeros. Yeah. Well, I got that. Exactly. That girl's dead. That yeah. girl's dead. You, have, you nope. have to you have to design your game for the worst player out there. Who's going to die man. like yeah. every scene? Yeah. yeah. Well, like, that, I think they could do it once, like in the story. Like if by episode three you've made terrible decisions, they're like. Like okay, hey, this just is, kidding. This is the Remember that guy got an arrow through his head? It didn't hit his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That bring him back. Sounds kind yeah. of interesting. Like mm-hmm. you're just walking around. Let's say it's an open world game. Where you're just kind of walking around King's Landing, and you get run over by a horse. You're like now you're dead forever, and you <laughs> yeah. have to pick up somewhere else. And I love yeah. the idea of playing with someone else. Like no, that was my main character. Yeah. Like yeah. you never went to his well, wedding. <laughs> two things. One, you're sort of describing uh, for old school adventure game fans like me. That's kind of what sort of what the old Sierra games would do to you. Oh, yeah. Awesome. You could actually metaphorically paint yourself into a corner, make the <laughs> wrong choices, and be stuck and be unable to finish the game. Uh, but number two, State of Decay does yeah. that. Huh. Where you build up, you start as one character, you build that character up, and you're, you know, you're rec- recruiting survivors into your group, mm-hmm. and you can switch to them. Uh, but if one of them dies, they die permanently, complete with all their stats. Oh, and all the, like. Uh, State of Decay, by the way, just because I, mean, I don't mention it too often on the sure. show, is one of the one of my favorite Xbox 360 games. Period. One of those forgotten games too. And it didn't. It only came yeah. out two. Not, uh, wait, no, it was last summer. Last year? Because it was um, a year and a half ago, I think. Okay. okay I think it came out in May of 2013. 2013. So I feel like it's summer, summer 2013. Yeah, you're right. I'm pretty sure. You're yeah. right. That was that game where you play the demo. You 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 probably bought it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Um, had to, yeah, to, and, once you go hands-on. And worth reminding, yeah. like, if you didn't play State of Decay, it's coming out in the spring on Xbox. That's they're they're right. doing a port up for Xbox One. I'm oh, sure the developers awesome. would cringe at hearing me say that. But, I mean, it's it's basically it's you know a 1080p version of the game with all the fixes because the yeah. game was buggy when it shipped and they've since fixed it. But Expansions it's all the fixes and, stuff, and expansion right? packs, yeah. uh, downloadable that's stuff awesome. rolled into it. No, that's <laughs> that was the, next the big game. thing everybody wanted. Yeah. Everyone yeah. wanted it to be like Daisy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, just keep an eye out in the spring for uh, State of Decay on on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. What a hell of a game. Yeah. Um, we yeah, we're literally at the second item on we our took list. A left <laughs> Thirty-four <laughs> minutes into the show, <laughs> almost thirty-five. That was good. Uh, yeah, real quick, I will say uh, if you haven't seen it already on IGN, Dying Light Speaking is our IGN yeah. first game People for like December. That game is super cool. I played it at last year's E3. It's been you know it's been playable and really good for a long time. Our UK guys went over and saw it more recently, and it's basically if you're if you haven't been keeping an eye on Dying Light because. They've kind of been a little under the radar, mm-hmm. I would say. Like mm-hmm. they, they had delayed the game, and then recently they actually canceled the old gen versions. Good. So it's only on uh, Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Mm-hmm. But to me, that game—the wor- reason I'm stoked for it—and this bore out when I actually got to play it—it's half Left for Dead and half Mirror's Edge. Mm-hmm. You're That's doing awesome. like yeah. free running parkour stuff in an open zombie infested world yeah and then when there's a day night cycle and when it gets to nighttime the zombies go nuts and become mm-hmm. super aggro and it becomes a different game yeah so it seems really cool we're covering it all month long yeah. encourage you guys to keep an eye on IGN yes right I mean they have a good pedigree it's Techland who did the original Dead Island yep uh, Polish developer um, mm-hmm. the game looks super cool I played it in Germany and the Gamestone. underrated yeah. uh, Call of Juarez games Oh my God! Like, Gunf- oh God, that's right. That's the game. Oh, that game was the storytelling in that last Call of Juarez game is like the secret best like, thing of the last first. Gen. The first couple of Call of Juarez's were pretty bad, pretty but the last couple of Call of Juarez's yeah. were pretty good. Yep. Yeah. I was only aware that there was one. Yeah. Call of you don't know how many times we've called Juarez. Won't <laughs> <laughs> answer, Sean. I'm sorry, Juarez isn't home. <laughs> Just stop calling, please. Juarez died. <laughs> He died of dysentery <laughs> on the way to on the Oregon Trail. Uh, and then finally, uh, I've got courtesy of Mitch Power. That is a real name and not a student, an online sex chat room pseudonym for Mitch Dyer. Also, yeah, I was about to say Mitch Power <laughs> is like the opposite of Mitch Dyer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he, a very kind listener of ours, has sent in. So, Limbo. Speaking of outstanding Xbox 360 games mm-hmm. that are coming to Xbox One. Limbo is coming this this week, this Friday. Yeah, I think and they're it giving is. it away. Uh, well, they've been giving it away as, mm-hmm. to some, it's you know, they original. Uh, yeah, like yeah. some of the sort of old school early adopters. Yeah, you know, they've been oh, sending snap. people little presents. I, I didn't get one. It. You, got a, you got a limbo. If you bought a day one edition of Xbox One, you get it. Uh, nice. I, I happen to. So get one. some people are getting it. Edition. Yeah, uh, some people are getting it for free. Up. It goes on sale this week. If you are you know new to the Xbox scene, you didn't play Limbo on any other platform before. Limbo's awesome. Holy Limbo's hell! Right. Yeah. It's so no joke, Marty. You might disagree because I know you're a big Braid guy, but Limbo is, I think the best Xbox Live Arcade game Absolutely. Ever. The argument could be made. That game I mean, is amazing. It's, the it's, atmosphere yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's the art style alone. Like, yeah. That's what yeah, I was going to say, like, that. Braid's great, but I like the 
aesthetic of yeah, Live yeah, a lot it's, more. It's and the subtle storytelling. Like if you pay attention, and by subtle you mean literally, there's no text or spoken dialogue. Well, but the there, whole but game. yet there is a story to it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. Is like, yeah, yeah. That subtlety to me is like yeah, there's yeah. no Sad, one talks. It's like so, yeah. Yeah. No one talks. No one like communicates to you what you're there to and do. And the reason I brought it up. Really emotional uh, so Mitch Power, that's how we got started here. Uh, his, he's a nice guy. His gamer tag, if you want to add a nice guy on your friends list, is Mitch Power 1116. That's all all together. No spaces in that. Mm-hmm. He has kindly donated his free code for uh, Limbo on Xbox One, and uh, we will give it away on our trivia segment. Not this week, because our winner actually said he doesn't have an Xbox One, so I'll just <laughs> hang on to it for next week. So if you want to win a free copy of Limbo for Xbox One, nice. send in a trivia question. We'll talk more about that uh, when we get If you got get cash to, to burn, we highly recommend it, especially yeah. if you haven't played. Yeah, they're doing so good. Uh, yeah. One of the coolest little trailers of last uh, E3 was Inside, which... Oh, yes. uh, so is there is Limbo Play Dead's involved. next game? Yeah, I, which for a minute I thought <laughs> was like, is this yeah. Limbo Two? Yeah, because it has the same sort yeah. of aesthetic except with yeah. more color now. Yeah, and yeah. also like it's a little bit more isometric, right? Like you're not just going side to side. At least it's not my remember. Everything looked a little more three D. Again, we don't know. Yeah, they like, showed it looked a little. Like it could be where like the, the background's moving, but it's still a two D experience. I didn't get the best look at it in that E three room of ours. That room was a disaster. All right. Let's see. 39 minutes into the show. Let's start the show, shall we? We'll be right back with the news unlocked. IGN's number one Xbox podcast. The podcast unlocked presents the news unlocked. All right. News unlocked this week. A few things going on. Definitely some stuff that merits discussion. Let's start with the Black Friday bit we teased at the top of the show. So according to one research firm, this is not the NPD. These are not hard numbers. We no. don't know for sure yet. But Just some guy guessing. <laughs> no, it's That a, has a firm. <laughs> it's, it is people that get paid to f- make forecasts and track things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, apparently, the, according to them, the Xbox One outsold the PS4 on Black Friday by a pretty healthy margin. Mm-hmm. Um, that was sort of to be expected by us, at least predicted well, by us. Right? It's, you think... know, it's hard to say. I mm-hmm. Go ahead, Destin. Well, I was just going to say, I think part of the reason is... PS4, everybody bought that, right? A lot, well, or at least a lot of people well, bought Well, a PS4. lot of the early adopters, sure, yes. right? And now they have money. It's Black Friday, sales all over. Sure, I'll get an Xbox One. Now's the time, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors in this. There's the price drop. Yep. There is the fact that a Halo game came out. Yeah. There's the fact that there were bundles with Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed, which are two of the best seller games. And actually, yeah. I mean, the white yeah, console. Yeah. And their Halo was getting bundled with some of those retailer deals, oh, too. Oh, that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it just it just reinforces the point we were making before they announced, on the show, before they announced the price drop, is that, you know, like, you know, last gen, Microsoft could get away with, you know, value ads and bigger hard drive without mm-hmm. actually lowering the price, because they already had the lower price yep. console. Mm-hmm. But now that they're they're the more expensive guy, it's on them to get down, and they're, you know, they're trailing Sony sales-wise, the onus was on them to get that that out-the-door stick, sticker mm-hmm. price is what matters to people. Yeah. Like, you can give them $1,000 worth of free stuff, but it's if it's still going to cost them $600 or, you know, I'm yeah. obviously making that up, you know, people are going to be like, oh, I can't afford that, yeah. you know, even though this is an awesome deal. Yeah, whereas once the $300 tag goes on there, yeah. even so, it's only worth $301. $350 clearly making a huge difference. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but, I mean, I'll say it again, I... I will be <clears throat> shocked. I know we have. I have a bet with Mitch, but I'll be shocked uh, if they go back. if they if they because they've claimed that this three hundred fifty dollar 
price drop is just a temporary sale on yeah, that on. I think it's January 2nd or yeah, something. Yeah. It's going to go back up. It's going to revert to $400. That won't I think that would be basically the just a momentum-killing Harry Carey. Just like slice your belly open and just die in a... Holy in, crap. I literally thought you were talking about Harry Carey, the Cubs announcer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? A momentum-killing <laughs> Cubs win. Cubs <laughs> win. Cubs <laughs> win. So do you not know Phil, Harry Carey? I don't know baseball. So Harry Carey was... I, you don't have to know baseball. He was do you remember uh, Will Ferrell used to play him on SNL? Harry Carey. Oh, SNL really? is Saturday Night yeah, Live. It's a, it's a yeah. sketch comedy show. I'm it's aware in its of four, 40th is. season. Yes. Chevrolet Thank Chase you. was on an episode. Jimmy Fallon's like their biggest guy ever, Jimmy right? Fallon, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Harry Carey was a, a Cubs announcer who'd get liquored up and like fall out of his stand and everything. And okay. <laughs> he was... That, Don't he was, know how You're, you're not exaggerating, actually. That is, that is, those are all true things about Harry Carey. But uh, yeah, I just... I feel like if... at this, Especially at this point, there... I mean, you... It's, it's tangible. You can see it. You can feel it. The, they have so much momentum going. People are, are high on Xbox One again mm-hmm. and feeling good about it. People are buying it. To go back to 400, I just think would be madness. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen either. Like, 350 is a nice spot. What did I say before? I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> uh, I think they will go back. I think if we see that uh, the console sales are a little closer, they're going to, like, just kind of, okay, it's back to 400. Let's see how sales do. And then maybe they'll announce a permanent price drop wow. if that doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, I think Mitch's thought was that they'll go back and then at E3, that'll be the big, yeah. the Except, actual official price drop, which seems really dumb because that seems like reneging on Well, that and did. there won't be any excitement behind that because people will be like, oh, you mean Old. you're putting it back to the price it was at yeah. Christmas? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I know, again, Phil's listening in his car right now. If you, <laughs> we'll see... Uh, I wonder if he's if he's like cursing at the radio. Or, we hooked sure. him with that hair talk at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we really yeah. zinged him with he, the Harry Carey talk. He, yeah. he, he was in his car on his way to the office and decided to stop and make sure to get uh, what's the name of the product? Uh, fiber. 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 He's like had to, had to veer off to the beauty salon to yeah, look for some no, fiber. Not, not Phil. He's got great hair already. He doesn't <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need. It. Yeah. He was like, these noobs need to take my. <laughs> yeah. Let me jump on and give you my hair <laughs> advice. Oh man. Um. What yeah, else? I'm excited for MPD. We'll what see. else, Marty? Uh, oh, th- this is the, the the scariest thing is that national crisis. The lizard squads attacked. Oh, I couldn't see my friends. It's terrible. No, not even <laughs> in real life. The lizard squad like cut you off from your real friends. Yes. Um, yeah, Xbox Live went uh, down for a little bit. Don't thanks, go for their tails. They'll thanks just to a back. hacker group called Lizard Squad who uh, announced that via Twitter. Also, These I guys, said this before the show. Lizard Squad sounds like some like kid who got high in college and made the mistake of like making a handle. He's like, man, what if we're called the Lizard Squad? And then there are adults who are like, oh god, we're still called the Lizard Squad, yeah. aren't we? Like, I guess there's so like, much time into the you, logo. Yeah, there's so, much, there's so much SEO on Lizard Squad. We can't change that. <laughs> That oh, SEO these juice. guys yeah. have been uh, like doing some other stuff too. Like they took down PSN. Yeah, they've been kind of they've, harassing. Yeah, they, they, they claim to have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So some people it's can access uh, Xbox Live itself. Some people can access their friends list. Uh, the I, I didn't have any problems. I mean, I wasn't like looking company. every three hours, but I was able to do things online over the weekend and throughout the week. But it did seem like Microsoft was able to restore everything pretty quickly because we had a story I, up on IGN yeah. Yeah. within a couple hours. Because they sent out the Hawk Squad. Do hawks eat lizards? I literally don't know what eats lizards. <laughs> uh, I don't know anything. Yeah. The animal king. So. Desert I hawks. I think you're correct. Condors. Yeah, they, they do. Birds of prey. Yeah. Scra. <laughs> they should have sent buzzards, out buzzards. The shark. 
But yeah, the Buzzard I, Squad. Chop, chop, chop. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so god! I'm, I'm cutting so that out. That. <laughs> I really have that. <laughs> I guess I. Yeah, I just I don't get it though. Is it is it uh, is it just people that take pleasure in ruining other people's fun? I don't know. Is it? They probably have like a manifesto or something. What is it? Yeah, is yeah. it some Do sort they, of? I, Lizard Squad? They have, a, the they have a Twitter what, account. What is their mission? They have so a Twitter account. Like yeah, is there, do they feel like Microsoft has wronged them somehow and they like have to everyone is, avenge? Justin said it sounds the like they went after Sony as well. They just sound like, I don't know, a bunch of assholes. Or, yeah, I mean, that's what I said. I still Destin, like, They've I done DDoS attacks mis- on, like, other things, too, so... Yes. So, it, so it's a... It's a, uh, it's, it's a as, as the great Alfred Pennyworth put it, is it some men... Just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> wow, we're going back to Dark Knight. Are we? has, yeah. We're folding it back, uh, folding the show back onto itself, like Inception. The thing that boggles my mind: these hackers, like they're all jerks. But they, obviously, they're good. At, they're really good at what they do. Yeah, they're good at computers. I'm not good at computers. Uh, move to San Francisco and get an amazingly high-paying job at Google, and then have a rad life. Yeah. Or yeah. and like, price me out of the city because right. you can afford apartments that I can't. Yeah. Or get hired by the government yeah. to do the same job on the other side, and then you get the pension and the whole sure. government benefits mm-hmm. Also, get a better name than Lizard Squad. Yeah. That name's pretty dumb. Yeah, United I, States government. <laughs> I kind of wish we didn't talk about this story because that's what they want. They want us to talk about them, and we just well, give them what they want. I mean, uh, hey, it was fun of them. Things yeah. that happen in, the, in Xbox land. So. Yeah. We, we should have called them something other than Lizard Squad. Well... At least we made fun of Wizard that. Squad. Is the that cooler? Wizard Squad. <laughs> That's cooler to me. The reptile dudes. <laughs> the reptilian lizards. Uh, <laughs> wizards. Like reptilian wizards. wizards. Ooh, wizard Squad like is better. Yeah. I will definitively say that right now. Wizard Squad. Sean, wizard. Sean Finnegan casts his vote. <laughs> wizard All Squad. Right. The shark is spoken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the other interesting item this week: uh, Japanese Xbox One boss Takahashi Minami. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. I think I've got it. He's basically the Phil Spencer of Xbox Japan. Amazing hair. Stunning. Yeah. Stunning use Is? of product. He was. Was. Wow. He was. Tense master Legary over he there. He has resigned after following extremely poor sales of the Xbox One in Japan since its September launch. But he will relocate to the U.S. office. So they're going to... They're gonna, Bring him into the fold, uh, back under mama, mama's that's a, that's wing. That's okay, baby bird. We'll, yeah, we'll okay. mend that wing. And by um, that, we mean we'll never sell in Japan. <laughs> yeah. So that's why he isn't out of a job, because it wasn't entirely his fault, I'm sure. Well, according yeah. to the... So here's a couple. This guy was... that He'd been, for like 25 years, held the same position at Sony Japan. So oh, wow. they, they they were like, okay, who can we get that this guy yeah, knows, what's knows going this on. market? Yeah. Still didn't work. Mm-hmm. Xbox One sold about 38,500 units since its September launch in Japan. Just to, to put that 000. To put that in perspective, the PS4 sold over 300,000 units in Japan in its first two days on yeah. sale in Japan. So uh, the Xbox continues I have no not do well. interest, and that's a punch in the gut to your yeah. <laughs> sales figures. Sony do what Micra don't. <laughs> that doesn't work. That works better with Sega and Nintendo. That works better with Sega and Nintendo. That being said... Story's not on the list. Not 100% sure it was real, but I'm going to keep saying. Okay. Phil Spencer said that they're committed to making JRPGs for the Xbox One. That was a story this week, right? Was we it? Did, we did have an article that said Phil Spencer said that you will see JRPGs on Xbox One. So That's there is still the. Granted, that happened with the 360 as well. There was right. the. We talk about those a lot. The Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey, uh, Eternal Sonata. Eternal Sonata. A lot of people love Near? Lost Odyssey. Near, yeah. I do. I those like games Lost were all. Odyssey. None of those games were like. 
holy crap, you need to own this 9.0 RPGs. Actually, so they were all competent. really awesome. They were all very good, but yeah. none of them were like the system selling, like, this is the RPG of the generation that you need to play. It wasn't like Secret of Mana. Yeah, I don't know. If, right. Maybe JRPGs just don't have the, like, Nino Kuni was rad last gen. Yeah. Uh, Xenoblade for Xenoblade Chronicles for uh, uh, Wii was rad, but I don't know if JRPGs just hold was, the same sway. I was going to say, JRPG, it's. JRPGs haven't been that limelight type of RPG that were but that's but that, that get people but interested here, anymore. What about in Japan though? That's mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about. Like, do JRPGs yeah. still are they still the are, they the, one, are they the handheld ones? Do right? Are they the first person shooters of Japan? Yeah, I mean, I think people people want their like Dragon Quest game on 3DS. Yeah. They don't want their sit down and play. Yeah. There's arcade games in arcades that are RPGs in Japan. That's so. amazing. I love that. Yeah. That is terrifying. Yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> Because the closest we ever got to that in America was like D and D Tower of Doom. Yeah, that was oh, the yeah. closest thing we ever got to was a role playing. Was that the one where game. you could like somehow save your game and keep it with you? I had. Where no. you put in a no passcode. So there were games like that. In there the were 90s, later. Yeah, yeah, later on. Toward Little the end of fact, I was a bowling champion for two years. What? Really? Back in middle really? school and high school. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> a good game. bowler. High what game. was your average? Uh, Two sixty. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. Mine was one eighty. My, I was a very, yeah. I was a very good bowler as a child. Not yeah. nearly as good anymore. That's great. My, um, my all time game is two ten, which was one miraculous night. <laughs> one, I want <laughs> one, <laughs> one, one miraculous night. The Ryan McCaffrey Bowling Story. <laughs> That's the title of my memoir. Yeah. One not about your child. Uh, it has nothing to do with sex, with women. It's about bowling. But the thing I remember most about those two years, it wasn't the, the trophies and the the women and the drugs and the. Granted, I was in like seventh yeah. grade. None of these. Stardom, none of these yeah. were things. Uh, my bowling alley had a had a machine, uh, Gauntlet Legends, I believe. Oh yeah. Uh, where you enter your your name and your password every time, yeah. and I would have the same character huh. nice. over the course yeah. of multiple years. That's, That's cool. the one I was thinking of. Uh, I would play with like three of my buddies who were on my team, and then sort of a random dude who was always there. Uh, like a year and a half into it, somehow the machine erased its data. Oh my god! The random dude found out. He cried. He was not happy. He, he literally, literally cried. Tears. How, I, how old was he? He was eighth grade. Should, he was. He should have been older than playing with us. It was probably, <laughs> it was probably illegal to become friends with us. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, Xbox One in Japan. I don't know how we got there. I don't know how I got there. That was but, Destiny's Yeah, fault. I mean, you, you touched on it, Marty. It's, I, you can't say Microsoft hasn't tried over nope. the years in Japan, yeah. whether it was, yeah, you know, they got, I mean, Ninja Gaiden is probably the best thing to ever come out of Japan that was an Xbox exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's incredible for the original system. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, as, as you said, uh, Eternal Sonata and Lost Odyssey Blue Dragon on 360. They have stuff in the pipeline. They have uh, we saw D three uh, Phantom Dust and Scalebound. Yep. very true. Um, Those know, are good points. Yeah, Platinum. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Will it ever sell there? No. It, it's been twelve. Yeah, twelve yeah. years. Thirteen. Thirteen yeah. years. So it's not happening. Xbox six or seven by then it'll be have been around for 50 years and then people will be just as loyal my friend that's the one console future will be in (laughs) everyone will own the box by then (laughs) it seems like a station 12 station yeah or mobile phones just put all of us out of business that too uh japanese markets generally have a very high uh like attach rate to nationalistic properties like Sony is a Japanese company, so mm-hmm. is Nintendo. Yeah. So they're obviously like Nikon, Canon. Those are both, you know, Olympus doesn't sell cameras in Japan. To draw a different parallel, so I guess like, is is it about the games there? Because there are good games, right? Like you guys mentioned them. Yeah. But well, that, no, you're right. Change. That's the the 
when will people of, realize? When will Japanese people realize that this it, is that has possible? always been cited as as a reason? Is the Japanese market is just not as willing to embrace an American yeah. console? I mean, one of those weird rumors that always exists, but I don't know where it came from. Is like Microsoft's going to buy Capcom. Like that's oh. always been that rumor that just sort of is like hovering. Yeah, there was like, a guy that, doesn't, that doesn't come from a place. Yeah. There was a guy that was tweeting me about that multiple times a day for like a month, and then I think he finally <laughs> gave up when he realized it wasn't happening. Sure. <laughs> Although now would be the time to buy Capcom. Yeah, yeah. they are. They are buy low. <laughs> now that we literally don't know what they are doing. Wow. <laughs> Poor Capcom. They still own Mega Man, right? So Mega Man, Street it. Fighter, Devil May Cry, People are Resident Evil, Evil the Mega Man, Resident Evil. Yeah. To, They'll I, never sell. Them. It actually makes me sad to, to think about. You, you look at remember Capcom at this point in the last generation, Dead Rising, Lost Planet, Lost Planet, mm-hmm. Resident Evil, First Lost, Street uh, Fighter Four, yeah. Street Fighter yeah. Four. Oh, that was like they really had big for them. Um, Mega their, Man Nine and Ten, right? They, they were, and most of them were built off of uh, oh, their new one. engine, yeah, yeah, yeah. whose name yeah. now escapes me, and I wish I remembered because it would make me sound smarter. Unreal. No, <laughs> no, no, it was, uh, I'll just... Source. They'll come yeah. later, but... <laughs> Those are the but yeah, two. they had their own tech. Yeah, they were building these great games. And then, and you look at, they were just riding high. They were one of the best, most yeah. exciting publishers yeah. in the industry. And now, at this, you know, a year into the this cycle, they're one of the, quite frankly, <clears throat> the saddest publishers yeah. in the industry. Yeah, they were... At this point in the last generation, they were almost like Ubisoft, where like yeah. Ubisoft has those like Creative multiple role. games a year, like really cool. I yeah. mean, like you know, some of them are are big and some of them are aren't, but like stuff like Watch Dogs and AC and Far Cry and the crew, like they have huge hitters. Capcom yeah. had Marvel versus Capcom also. Marvel baby, that's true. Yeah, which that was, was which huge. was enormous. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's I I I don't want to like I don't have any logic to back it up, but it seems like ever since. Inafune left Capcom. Capcom hasn't really like their output and their put another name on Street Fighter and put it out there. <laughs> well, I mean, you, Street Fighter am I, am I, am has I nuts? to be in development. You know, you're not yeah. nuts. It was, I mean, sort of the same thing when like Igarashi got weirdly demoted or whatever happened to him in terms of the Castlevania games. Like yeah. that series has just been stagnant, and they've been trying to do these 3D, 3D games that just don't really work. Whereas everyone's just like, we want more Symphony of the Night. Please do this. Mm-hmm. Um, Japan's weird, dude. Japan you could buy, is you could buy This you, is a fact. <laughs> you could buy whiskey and cigs out of a vending machine in your hotel. That's right, you can. I did buy whiskey and cigs out of a vending machine <laughs> in my hotel. Did. I love yeah. going to Japan. It's awesome. Yeah. Let's go there right now. Podcast <laughs> over. Go <laughs> and find MT Framework. Food. That's the ah, name of the was engine. I had to look it up. It was in my brain That's somewhere, right. but yeah. just not accessible. Yeah, I mean, I imagine like a Resident Evil 7 and a Street Fighter 5 are in development, right? Those are things that are happening. I would think a Resident Evil has to be. I mean, there is Resident like Revelations two and but a, uh, yeah. If remake. I'm Capcom, I'm rebooting Resident Evil. I'm just mm-hmm. calling it Resident yeah. Evil, starting over from scratch, and you know, telling whatever story I want to tell mm-hmm. on brand just new next gen really technology. Game. Yeah, that was a fun derail, wasn't it? That happened. Not really a derail. We're still to. talking about Japanese companies. Things will get led better. I don't call them oh, derails. That, 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 that was the worst. Why wow. didn't that come from you? It's too amazing. Only Marty can come up with that. Uh, Xbox One designer Carl LeBetter explains Ledbetter. that his console, why the console, has a little size to it. This poor guy probably got called Carl Bedwetter his whole childhood. His whole childhood. <laughs> LeBetter. And if he's he gonna, then he's going to think it was yeah. all you who came up with What that? if he's called that from now on I work? dodged bullets for 42 <laughs> years. Did you guys watch Unlocked or listen? <laughs> Oh. Uh, I don't know the story. 
I'm in the weeds right now. It's all quotes. Uh, yeah, go ahead and read it. Uh, he said, everybody gets frustrated because it's what we want for everything to be wafer thin, not get hot, and just snap and put together. I told that to MCV UK. Uh, but the reality is that the very issues around cooling when you're pushing that number of watts through the processor, therefore the thing has to have some size to it. There's always an interesting dynamic between engineering and design and constraints around performance. That all makes sense. Like, I get it. In a perfect world, yes. Yeah. Everything is tiny and small. I love the size of the PS4. Yeah. yeah. But also, I would rather have a bigger, dumber thing than a thing that Red Rings. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, that's that's question. what I took away from this yeah. quote was, you know, I don't disagree with uh, with Carl or dispute anything he's sure. saying. He's obviously a much smarter guy than me. But if he would have just come out and said, listen, we absolutely could not take a chance of having another Red Ring of Death situation. Yeah. I would have I applauded the honesty. I would have been like, oh, okay, that's that it. Like, and cover our asses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tenfold. I mean, he is saying that, though, without mm-hmm. saying yeah, that. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's but sort Sony of like, has... no one at Microsoft wants to talk about Red Ring anymore, you know, yeah. 10 years on. Yeah. Sony's console, though, has higher quality parts, like better RAM, bigger, a little bit better processor, I think, and... Well, it's smaller. Made, yeah, the RAM's the big, the big one. Yeah. I mean, no, there's no, there's no denying that the, the PS4 is a form factor-wise, it is a marvel. As someone has to is, take consoles to and from work, yes. <laughs> someone has to put those in my backpack yeah. and yes, get them to the office. What I was say is like, I don't ever move my consoles. Right, so exactly, it every doesn't matter. One of these things is a non-issue for me. Yeah. Like power brick, I don't care. Well, I haven't seen it. And since the great I took thing, Xbox, yeah. like the great thing about the Xbox One, yeah, it's big, but it's. Whisper quiet, really is whisper quiet. Like they said it was, and it actually is. Mm -hmm. And it's just got that massive giant fan on the top, plus all the, you know, half the console is ventilation. It's, you know, it is going to be reliable. It's not going to, it's not going to fail. I I get the whole idea behind uh, trying to really get engineering and design to kind of coincide. Yeah. Uh, Because, yeah, like if you have, you know, a smartphone that's going to go with you everywhere in your pocket, you're going to want it to look good and work well. Mm -hmm. Because it's something that you're literally going to physically, tactilely interact with a hundred times a day. Yeah, Yeah, totally. But this is different. Like, I, for one, I actually think they got it to a pretty good point. I think the design of the Xbox One, I like it better than the PS4. I think the... I don't like the whole slanted PS4 Mm -hmm. thing. I think that looks... Mm -hmm. I think in in five years we're gonna look at that and be like that looks ugly. Yeah, uh, I like the squareness I, of it. I don't I mind do the size. I do have to disagree with you on the design. What? I I think you're wrong. I think the PS4 is far superior in design than to the Xbox. Just aesthetic. So I mean, aesthetic. Look at so yeah. I would love to make a bet with you yeah. because in a couple of Ooh, years like we're gonna look back and everyone's gonna hate how the PS4 looks now. You but you think they will look at the Xbox One and think it looks better? Uh, straight edges have definitely been, or straight edges without like oblong things in terms of design tend mm-hmm. to stay in. 90 degree angles is what you're saying, basically. Yeah. yeah. Like it's the whole Steve Jobs thing, right? Like he loves the, Steve Jobs in, in his design sensibility was Steve like Jobbins. straight edges, but curved corners. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's timeless. And that's the case with the Xbox, I think. I think that it, people will tire out of the italics sensibility mm-hmm. on the PS4 much faster than they will of the Xbox One design. That being said, I like both of them. Yeah, they're both oh, I yeah. like both of them a lot better than their predecessors. Yeah, from yeah. the original PS3 yes. was a, just a train wreck. Yeah. From I think it was ugly from an looking. Engineering and then they kept PS4 designing it with the, the, the hump. The hump. And I'm yeah. just like, come on, like yeah. get that out of there. <laughs> no hump, no humps, no yeah. dairy household. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But the, the weirdest thing is, so I have all three consoles in my room, and yep. my room's very quiet. The Wii U is by far the loudest one. <laughs> Jeez. Every time I put Go Smash figure. Brothers on for the first couple of seconds. Or I also, I use my I use my Wii U 
gamepad is my remote because I have no idea where my actual TV remote is. <laughs> you but you could really easily you can hit a button on your gamepad and it is your TV remote. So you can yeah, because it's uh, gigantic. You could change input. You can go uh, channels, volume, turn it off. But every time some, sometimes it'll be dark and I'll want to like lower the volume on the Xbox or the PlayStation and I'll accidentally turn my GameCube on and then all of a sudden my, lo- my room just gets really loud or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Three GameCubes Wii U. together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll turn on. I'm just like, why are you so? You're so little. Like, why are you yeah. so loud? You'd be like a midget who snores. <laughs> I don't think you could say that. It'd be like a dwarf who snores. Can't say that one either. Can What's I? the proper term? I don't know. Get me out of here. Just <laughs> how about a, just move a a short muzzled dog, like a bulldog or <laughs> like something, a, like a pug. Yeah. All right. It's like a pug who snores. <laughs> all right. I'm done. Uh, all right. Genki Mobile. Destin. Uh, a real life. Saints Row Genki Mobile? I don't even Mobile. know what this is. I don't tr- know what this is. Mobile. The Genki, the little cat guy. Cat man. There's a truck, in yeah. a crazy truck with a cannon on top that you can shoot your co-op partner out of. Oh. In that Saints was Row. DLC, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah. But it's they made a real-life version of it that they're now done with, and they're auctioning off for charity, which I just thought was cool. Wait, can you actually drive this? Yeah, they made a so real seventy five hundred dollars. Can I take this to work? Yeah, you could. No, it's a t shirt cannon on top. You got to read it's the not an actual. You got to read the third line, Destin. That's <laughs> I not. Read the, that's, I read headlines, that's Marty. Not that's how far read? I get. That's not street legal. Can't be yeah. Shooting. So anyway, proceeds go to charity. Seven thousand five hundred dollars when we start current recording. bid. Yeah, that's yeah. as bid as of our time on the air. So it's kind of a good deal for a vehicle, actually. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if it works, yeah. <laughs> until you it looks until you park it, park it in the wrong street, and literally it just gets scrapped. Stripped, for yeah. Someone takes like the cat head. Someone takes the t-shirt gun, or someone so, thinks it's some. It, it's funny to put something other than a t-shirt in your cannon, and then you shoot it. Yeah, someone. <laughs> you become you season two of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, Marty. Actually, all of us except Sean on this one got we got to go up and play uh, Evolve. Got itself. Uh, not one, but three new game modes under the guise of one mm-hmm. new game mode. Evacuation mode, mm-hmm. which is like a it's like a little mini campaign. Yeah. It's like Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And within it are Nest, Rescue, and Defend. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of the comments on Evolve as we've been covering it have been, oh, it just seems like there's nothing to this game. Is it just the one game mode? Well, no, this is... I think this is... Uh, this is what people have been wanting to hear about yeah. this game for a while. It seems like... Uh, you know, it's been a pretty, uh, you know, thorough preview cycle since this game got announced uh, yeah. nine months ago or so. Uh, it, this would have been, I think, this would have been great for something to lead earlier. Maybe something that this is what we saw at E3. Right, right. Um, but yeah, these. I mean, uh, so I didn't get to go up and see Evacuation, but I saw Nest, and Nest was awesome. Nest really, mm-hmm. uh, it changed the way like the actual just main sort of hunt mode played out in a, in a really interesting way and it showed me like alright this game is more than just the one thing we've seen so yeah. far and I know they haven't said specifically what's going to be in the Xbox One public beta in mm-hmm. next month in January but I suspect they're probably going to it'll have more than just the uh, hunt mode that was in the, the alpha recently mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah before you know every, don't forget about that beta That's it's. I think it's hitting right after the Halo 5 beta ends if I, I I think I don't know if they've announced a date, but oh, that early in January they would be smart to have their beta <laughs> after the Halo yeah. Five beta. That's when I would do it. But yeah, keep an eye out for Evolve. Well, every time we play it, we have a blast with it. I know it's uh, maybe not necessarily the you know you do get a lot more by playing it than necessarily watching it. But man, it's that game is every time we go, it's just like oh, it's been 
eight hours already. We have to yeah. leave now. So, good times with, uh, with Evolve. Cash-wise, what can we spend our money on? Sean Finnegan, going to you. So on retail, we have the crew for Xbox One, if you like them racing games. Review in progress going on with uh, on IGN for that, because they did not supply review copies ahead oh. of time. Also, we have a neat like head-to-head feature, Destin, that you're involved with, involving the crew. On IGN. Oh, yeah, I hosted it. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, so that's a bunch, what you've been doing. So a few groups at IGN uh, went head-to-head, and uh, they're competing. Uh, Team Daily Fix, IGN Originals, Up at Noon, and uh, I can't remember the other team. <laughs> Something else. Oh, Social. social. Yeah. It was Team Social, and uh, they're competing right now for first place. It's really close, uh, so check those out. From what little bit I've played of that game in preview events, I really, actually really like the multiplayer stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, single player, just <clears throat> driving solo around the, you know, fake approximation of the United States. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, but I think the, the real fun in that game is, is to be had with other people. Well, that game was just a Transformers game. That you can just go around America, you can be driving whatever car you want, and then all of a sudden you go, and you're a big garbage can. And then you're a big garbage can. <laughs> Wait, not a garbage people can. Throw garbage like a in you. You'd be a robot. Autobots like a, yeah. transform. You'd be that one. Um, on digital, <laughs> as we mentioned earlier in the show, you have Tales of the Borderlands Episode 1 on Xbox One, Xbox 360, and Game of Thrones Episode 1 on Xbox One and Xbox 360. Okay, get those both out of here, though, but what's the real game we want to play this week? Boom Ball for Connect. Finally. Boom. I don't know what that is. Xbox One $10 game. I don't know what it is. It is a Connect guess. Probably not worth $10. Yeah. Uh, Marty pin- judging it instantaneously. As it's like developed by <laughs> like Jonathan Blow with partnership with the Fulbright Company, and I just like die. Oh, yeah. From <laughs> is the Dark Souls of Boom Balls. <laughs> Mitch from the Peanut Mitch is Gallery. Off talking. Mic. Do you want to like sit? Do you want to grab that chair and sit in for it's the rest of the show? It's too late now. We're almost done. You're dead to us, Mitch. <laughs> uh, Pinball Arcade, also on Xbox One, and. Geometry Wars Three Dimensions. That game's red. One three sixty for fifteen dollars. Either one, yeah. That game's enjoyable. I'm not a Geometry Wars guy, and everyone always like. Her- like What's wrong with the, you? Yeah, exactly. It gives me that. You didn't like it. it? No, I've never played it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. If you didn't play any it, of the it's, Geometry, it's okay. Wars. But if you had played it, and you're like, yeah, it's, that game is awesome, then you would judge me. What's yes, uh, and then what's totally games for games with gold this month? Uh, games with gold this month we have uh, Worms Battleground on Xbox One. That's a good one to get, it, especially because it's free. Worms is just a good party game, absolutely, to have in your library. So pick that up for free if you Sounds have. Sounds funny. I love Worms. I don't like Worms. <laughs> You've never played I got Worms. worms. No. No. You never played Excuse Worms. Me? No. That's what we're calling it. And you pick like crazy power ups. It's and you like throw them at the other worms, and it's a really simple fun. We play game. Smash Bros. Destin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have the Raven Legacy of a Master Thief. That's three, for three first sixty. Two weeks, yeah. yeah, and then uh, SSX through the last two weeks. The, what's what's the take December. on Raven? Did anybody play that? It's a like a I think a European developed adventure game that I think was decent mm-hmm. when okay. it when it came out. That yeah, sounds right from arcade yeah. on, on Live Arcade a few years ago. And then that recent SSX came out in like yeah that was the twelve I think yeah. that was pretty good. Well regarded. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, we'll be right back. Do a little trivia and get on out of here. <laughs> Unlock block. Can you? All right, Unlock Block. Like I said, uh, got a free copy of Limbo for Xbox One. Not for Mitch Power, though. Well, he donated it. Oh, he donated it? (laughs) Yeah. Mitch Power donated it. So thank you, Mitch Power. Good man, Mitch. 
But our winner this week, J.C. Foster, elected not to take it because he doesn't have an Xbox One yet, so it will still be up for grabs next week. What did he get? He'll get a usual prize, prize pack. pack. All yeah. right, congrats. So uh, send your, if you want to win a copy of Limbo, send a good Xbox-related trivia question to unlocked at IGN.com. We need four multiple-choice answers. Note the correct one. And I guess since it's a code, you don't have to send your address. But, uh, yeah, so I'll be taking, taking solicitations for that next week. For now, again, J.C. Foster, this week's winner, gets a box of goodies. For this trivia question, which I have to say, I actually didn't know this, uh, that he got me on this one. Yes, it's so. a good one. It is this. The Colbert Report is about to end its nine-year run on Comedy Central. <clears throat> Stephen Colbert, of course, a well-known sci-fi fantasy geek and a gamer. So you would think he would have lent his comedic vocal talents to many video games, but according to IMDb, Colbert has only done voice work, voice work for one game and one game only. What is that game? Is it Seen It, Box Office Smash, which I loved, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, Outlaw Tennis or Halo Three? What a weird foursome. Well, you remember, like you know, Halo has had a lot of weird cameos. Then the the Conan O'Briens and the Andy Ricks. That was four. This is an excellent question from J.C. Foster, who is from uh, Overland Park, Kansas. By the way, thank you, J.C. So I don't know the answer to this. D Halo. Whoa. I always pick Halo if it's a multiple choice answer. (laughs) I don't think it's right. Now we know how to fool Sean Uh, Finnegan. I was torn between Halo and, uh, but I think I know the other one. Marty, you started. Sorry. Uh, well, I'm going to guess seen it, but fun fact, originally uh, Volition uh, pitched Saints Row 4 as the president is Stephen Colbert. I remember Saints that. Saints Row 4, yeah. So That's awesome. In an uh, alternate universe, that is the game. But in this universe, I'm going to guess seen it because I hope it is an outlaw tennis because everything about that seems dumb. I don't know why, <laughs> but I'm 80% sure it's Harvey Birdman, attorney at law B. It's a pretty solid percent. All right. Well, uh, Destin, you're not right, but you were right to think that because he's <clears throat> done that before. But yeah. he's done he's been on that before, but not the video game. Okay. It actually is Outlaw Tennis. He was the narrator <laughs> in Outlaw uh, Tennis. Seconds Do you remember like you uh, me? I, think <laughs> I was like, wait, it was Halo. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember uh, Dave Attell was the narrator in like one of the other Outlaw games. Remember? Really? So they no, have I a history. don't remember. I've they have a history of using of actual comics. decent comedians. Harvey Birdman yeah. was a really good one to put on there. Scrap! I, I yeah. really remembered him being involved with that show. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna have to look this up, but uh, don't remember that being a game. Yeah. Uh, what? Harvey, Harvey, Birdman. Uh, Harvey Birdman. Oh, yeah. Because I looked at that, and I was like, wait, isn't that a show, a cartoon show on yeah. Comedy Central? Or not Comedy Central? Yeah, Comedy Central, right? Or no? Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. There you go. Don't Maybe swim. I'm thinking Fox of, Kids. Let's see here. Nick Jr. Tsunami. Soon, oh, I remember Toonami? Remember that little Toonami robot? Yeah, Outlaw Golf. Uh, David Tell narrated that. Mm. So, again, they do have a track record I on that Insomniac. Series. He used to stand up and wander around <laughs> town at night. J.C. Foster of Overland Park, Kansas. Excellent job on this week's trivia. You have stumped everyone except Marty. Well no, done. I got stumped. I got seen it. Oh, we stumped all of us You then. literally stumped all of us. <laughs> God, I should have just ran with that. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Taking that glory. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, again, send your question in if you'd like a shot at Limbo for Xbox One, and we'll play again next week, which means it's time to go after an oh. hour and 13-minute show and counting. Solid, solid, solid show. Making up for not being here last week. Right. I'll start with the IGN Prime plug, which, again, this is a plug I am legitimately behind and I'm not just doing it because my boss has told me to, because uh, for 30 bucks a year... You will not see ads on IG on IGN.com videos, which is pretty much worth it by itself. But there's also, uh, you know, we'll give you free games and beta access to stuff. 
So IGN.com slash Prime is where you can go to spend that money, help keep the lights on, and keep us employed. You want the show to go on, don't you? <laughs> please. please help please. us. For the love of God, they please. Come to us. Tis the season of giving, right? There you go. They won't let us <laughs> leave this room. It's almost Giving Tuesday. We can no. pretend it is when we recorded this, even yeah. though that was yesterday. How's the day? Giving Tuesday? Yeah, that's a real thing. It's Taking Wednesday. Stone Cold Steve Austin comes <laughs> in the room. Taking Wednesday sounds like my alternative band from 1997. <laughs> no, that's Taking Back, back Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> they already took it back. They have that <laughs> it's day. It's already been taken back. Sorry, sir, you don't have a receipt. We can't take this no! back. <laughs> it's been 30 days. Uh, let's see. Of What do I want to plug? Uh, just, I guess, IGN first. Again, Dying Light. A lot of cool stuff popping up all month long. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye out for that. And you can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Destin, over to you. Follow me on Twitter at Destin Legary. Going to PSX this weekend. Yeah. Up the awards show. And the, be a the, lot of the, content the game awards, too. Yeah. yeah. Microsoft has already said, for what it's worth, that they are not announcing anything. Hmm. Aaron, Gre- Aaron Greenberg took to Twitter and said, no, we're not announcing anything. Yeah, that's the like... first party. There's probably going to be third party games. <laughs> oh, yeah, there'll be, the there'll be games for it. I want to call the him the Keister. Jeff Keighley. What if that's uh, like a that's uh, that's an insulism for yeah, butt. I know. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes <that's it. laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what uh, beef you have with. I with don't. Jeff Jeff's Keighley. really nice. <laughs> that's amazing. Butt uh, beef. Dustin Legary story. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to follow you on Twitter then. <laughs> right. Sean Finnegan. Uh, also follow me on Twitter at I am Finnegan. I haven't made anything cool in a while, so I don't have anything to plug. <laughs> you shot oh, that Destiny conversation. Oh, yeah. Don't... My 900th Destiny. Yeah, video. there was, uh, wait, the we did a Star Wars reactions. Tra- oh, yeah. Uh, reactions to the trailer uh, video. That's live on IGN right now. Everyone in this the... room was on that. Yep. Yeah, everyone, uh, everyone in this room and a bunch more people from... A bunch IGN, more people LA, you don't yeah. care about. Yeah. I love how we, we had like 30 minutes on movies and never even brushed on the Star Wars trailer. That was <laughs> well, great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or the Jurassic Savers. World. I mean, yeah. you know, there's only, this isn't, this isn't at the Keeping It Real podcast that sure. yeah. the LA guys yeah. do. We already got a yeah, few unsubscriptions from the first <laughs> time. <right? laughs> uh, no. No. We could have done a whole uh, lot. But yeah, so that, that, that video is cool. And uh, it's more cool because there's a secret cameo by a former IGNer. In there. That's the most inside dun, dun, baseball dun. thing you could possibly. Is it Craig Harris? <laughs> You'll have to watch and see. Matt Casamassina. That's on IGN right now, so check that out. All right, Marty. Uh, I am at McBiggity, uh, two G's and two T's. Uh, been reviewing a couple games lately. I have a review of Kingdom Hearts 2.5 going up soon. Uh, just currently not for Xbox 360. Yeah, it's just for PS3, uh, hmm. but I suspect that at some point in the future that will come out for an Xbox system, and Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out for an Xbox system, so yes. if you care about that, check out that review. Uh, also, people have been asking on the Facebook uh, group, I am going to be a on Beyond. I'm a regular member on Beyond from now on, our uh, PlayStation podcast. That does not mean I'm leaving this podcast at all, so I'm still going to be here. Yay. I'm going to single-handedly end the console war with love. Bringing them together. That's the way to do with it. Love and segues. How we do it here. Yeah. All right, I want to thank everybody for listening. As always, most of you subscribe via iTunes. Just search Podcast Unlocked in the iTunes Store search field and click on the subscribe button, and the show gets automatically fed to you each and every week. Uh, I think that's it. So we've got, Ooh. well, yeah, we've got a few more shows. And then, you know, I've actually, I have been planning all year for that week we're off. I've got that outtake show brewing. <laughs> no! Oh, it's going to be dumb oh. and, you know, but it'll be nonsensical. I'm excited and to hear this. <laughs> 
So it's just all of our random outtakes and sound checks and the things that are, can get us all fired. Pretty much. <laughs> Everything's going to end with, wait, you weren't recording that, were you? <laughs> 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 all right. That's, so, that should be the last. Yeah, last yeah that'll be our final show. Uh, and then you'll st- you'll see you've got the golden parachute over to the other podcast. The rest Woo! of us are out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> For Sean Finnegan, Marty Sleva, and Destin Legary, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This was Podcast Unlocked, episode 172, and we'll see you guys next week. Sean, do the shark. Never. Jump, 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 jump. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.